By the way, I was talking to my grandfather about her. Like, I kept just saying the name Persephone. He was like, did you and Cubby Bub have a child? Oh, no. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, Grandpa, no. Oh, my God. No fucking. He... <laughs> Archers, attack. Keep firing. Let none escape. Another down. Do not relent. Straight out of the Scarlet Halls, I'm uh, Boops Bootsy Tillens. I am Immunization Biddy. And I'm Markiplier. Mark, famous YouTuber Markiplier's hey, cousin. Ah, Five Nights at Frederick's. Oh, God. He makes really pungent chili on the first night, so you know there's some smells lingering for the subsequent four. Yeah, so welcome to today's wacky podcast. Also, I want to revoke I want to revoke uh, Gary Busey's sponsorship of the program. I forgot he was an ardent Trumper, and um, I don't want that kind of sponsor. So sorry, Gary, you're out. Thank God. Oh, but he was funding this whole thing. So if anyone wonders why my microphone sounds like it's a tin can and a string, it's because we lost that Busey money. Hey, it's me, Larry Busey, Gary Busey's cool brother. And I'm hereby endorsing the podcast. Trans rights, am I right? (laughs) That is a fervent belief of me, Larry Busey, and my cousin, Carrie Busey. Oh, where's Carrie at? Hey, it's me, Carrie Busey. There he is. Oh, He's right beside here. me. We all love to not relent. Too bad our problematic brother isn't allowed to be on it anymore. So, do all of you non-problematic Busey offspring all walk together as if you're the delightful children from down the lane? <laughs> yep. Oh, and there they go. Look at they're walking out the door together, side by side, hip by hip. That was that was an odd uh, encounter we just had here in the studio. This is a weird episode. I can already tell we're going to have a weird one today, boys. <laughs> Wacky random. Oh, hell yeah, man. <laughs> With this podcast, was that someone opening a beer or someone's old ass hip breaking? <laughs> Dude, I think it might have been a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Oh, oh no. Steph, they're the, they're coming to pick the paramedics are coming to pick you up, so we have limited time. Oh, God. I think I might have high blood pressure. If you're a doctor out there who wants to come see me at my house and you don't have COVID, come on over. Do you think we have any doctor listeners? Mm, We might at least have a listener that is in the medical field in some capacity. If you are a doctor or in the medical field, please just send us a note so I can send you a blurry thumbs up. (laughs) Can it be a doctor's note that I can use a guy to work? That'd be excellent. Yeah, go go give Slide a note so he can get out of work because he needs the bed rest because he's old. I'm old and I'm gonna get crazy and do a time warp. Ah! 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 Oh, really? this, is, this is probably actually our earliest time warp, right? It's gotta be. I think we've done one pretty early before, but this might might rival it. Okay, these two banana heads have 40 seconds to answer wow, as many questions. <laughs> Slide always sneaks in an insult when he does it. <laughs> Alright, banana heads, listen up. Anyway, you got 40 seconds to answer my, my riddle. It's not really a riddle, but it's kind of a riddle, I don't know. Are you guys ready? Yeah! I need you two to name me as many 
pirate factions as you can. Ready, steady, go! Bloodsail Buccaneers, um, Freehold Pirates, Booty Bay Privateers, um, the Snaggletooth the Gang. What are the old ones called? The... I guess I've never committed any of them to name, even though I literally um, just quested with them this week. The... The... The Broken... Fang. The... Shit. I, you know, I really had the one. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm in it to win it. Um, yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> the... Time. Oh, I think Aaron won that one, so you can crash that can against your forehead. The list that I'm currently looking at is, I think it's incomplete. I don't think it has BFA Pirates, but it says, The South Sea Freebooters, the South Sea Pirates, the South Shore Privateer Fleet, the Blood Cell Buccaneers, the Blackwater Raiders, the Defias Brotherhood? Are they technically pirates? I have uh, never Drift seen Corsairs. them once by any water, other than, like, a small stream. I guess yeah, the pirates... Have to sail a boat, right? Do they? What's the, a pirate definition? No, yeah, you you gotta be on a boat. Well, either way, I think Aaron won because I didn't name anyone besides whatever I just said Booty Bay, but that's not an answer, I don't think. So I'll just drink this truly that I just cracked open. I want to be a part of the Rotting Meyer Pirates. They sound pretty cool. Where do they oh, even guys, live? Guys, there's pirates in alternate Draenor. Did you even what? Oh, I know there are. There are. There's the Bone Fleet. Dude, let's join the Bone Fleet. Wait, wait, I need more Bone Fleet information. Are they orcs? Did Were there silly billy pirates in, like, old Draenor? The Bone Fleet is an organization of skeletal orc pirates. Dude, they're fucking skeleton orcs. They're hardly even real orcs. They're like cool orcs. Each year around Hollow's End, there's a strange surge of spiritual energy across Draenor. Huh? Back with this phenomenon, a ghastly fleet of undead pirates emerges from the mist called the Bone Fleet. Excuse me, Wad has its own holidays? Each year, brave adventurers battle the Bone Fleet, pushing them back into the sea and ending their yearly revel. Revel. Wait, since... Really? It's wild and, that like, is Thrall like an alpha thing? And, Dur and Duratan never talked about the annual banishment of the Bone Fleet. Wait, so... <laughs> They're they're members. One of them is just is a squashling, like a pumpkin. Joe Falker, vanilla yogurt. Wait, it's literally just a little pumpkin. It's a little pumpkin squashling. I love that. Yeah, it's like I guess it's the thing that inspired the one Hearthstone card. Well, okay, what the fuck? I have I Wildhead never tells me to go to Draenor and battle the Bone Fleet, guys. This Halloween, we sorry, this Hollow's End, we gotta go take on the Bone Fleet. Yeah, I guess it's in uh, the southern portion of Shadow Moon Valley. Let's go this year, boys. So if if the Bone Fleet attacks on real world Halloween, and then the next day is Lucha Libre in the Stormwind graveyards, what a silly Billy weekend that Blizzard never talks about. Yeah, I feel like it's normally overshadowed by you know BlizzCon, but I don't think that's going to be happening this year. Oh, I can finally do fucking Day of the Dead. What if Ian came out on stage and he was like, "Hey everyone, thanks for coming." <sighs> How many of you fought back the Bone Fleet? You didn't. You didn't bring Ooh. your laptops to your hotels. You didn't. They're gonna overtake AU Draenor. Doesn't anyone care? Silence from the crowd. So these pirates—they're old school, man. It says the stench of undeath permeates the barrels of fertilizer they use to sow their dread crops. 
They're the source for spreading the plague. They're fucking putting the plague in crops again, like in fucking Warcraft 3. Like, find a new tactic, boys. I, this is, the rest of this episode, I will talk about, like, whatever bullshit happened to me this week. But I'm going to be thinking about the Bone Fleet. Yeah, and their spooky fertilizers. You know, we could make a lot of good uh, boner jokes for sexiest NPC out of the Bone Fleet. Just saying, throwing it out there. Just name the entirety of the Bone Fleet as sexiest NPC. Nah, I I need to do some more research about this squashling. Who knows? We could have the first, you know, I was going to say the first plant-based, but I know we did Y'all New, and I know we've done other plants. <laughs> other planties. Okay, well, I guess we we're talking about what we did in WoW this week. Uh, let's start with Aaron. Aaron, tell me about your week in the world of Warcraft. Hmm, what didn't I do in WoW this week? For you know, I finally understand all the history of Azeroth, for I am a lore master. (gasps) (laughs) Yes, after a year of on and off again, actually trying to get that, I have become the lore master and have a, a dookie potato sack tabard and nothing else. Is that how you would describe it, a, a duty potato sack? You also have the, the title, obviously. Yeah, the title is the only cool thing, because the... And I wrote about it on the live journal. The tabard itself has many, many problems. And I think a lot of that stems from it being introduced before the worgen were, because it does not oh, no. fit on Growlina's body at all. Does like her head cover the top of it? No, it the yeah, the dot of the exclamation point is hidden behind the belt, so it just looks like you have a yellow line on like a potato sack, and then even without a belt, it clips into her crotch, like the like flippy tabard part. So I was like, hmm. hmm. I tried my hardest to make this thing look okay. But I'm pretty sure I'm just going to have to put on my flashiest armor to be like, and then also have it on for eagle-eyed viewers to be like, hey, I see part of an exclamation. And I'm like, yep, that's me. That's rough. Also, there's supposed to be a note from, and this tells you how long ago Loremaster was established, Toronto Whisperwind or Cairn Bloodhoof. Yikes. And Wait, really? Why hasn't that been updated yet? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, allegedly the Horde one comes from Cairn, but I don't know if that was an old thing that they stopped doing, because here I am two days out, or I guess a day and a half out from being the lore master, and Tarande has not written me a letter yet. Ugh. It's kind of like an Animal Crossing. I waited like five days for Mom to send me my little knapsack that everyone else got. Yo, Mom just sent so me long? my tissues like yesterday. I don't think my mom <laughs> likes me. Damn. Well, I mean, at least you got Loremaster. So what's like, that's a humongous goal, just like dead. Do you feel like empty now? Or do you feel hella accomplished? When I did it, I was sitting next to Cubbybub and she was like, wow, congratulations. What are you going to do? And I said, nothing. I said, other than going back for mythic rating or end of heroic rating, Growlina is effectively retired until Shadowlands. <gasps> How about what? Actually, reti- wait, so you're never going to play her? Except I, for like, right? I don't know if I'm really even going to play her. 
I have accomplished most everything that I wanted to do with her. So I guess now is the time that you're going to try to focus on some alts? Yep. I'm going to try and get people to 120. I got like the quadragical quintuplet yesterday, which is like getting five that are 120. And I guess I'm just going to get stuff on booty ATW. That's my life now. What if he just said, no, I think I want to try out that Final Fantasy MMO now. And he just started playing that instead. I refuse to give Final Fantasy any money, period, or A, at all, period, but B, until they add Burmeseans. You hear me, random Japanese guys from Final Fantasy XIV, add Burmeseans and I'm in. Until then, you ain't nothing. They need to add male bunny boys. They have bunny girls. Where are the bunny boys? Anyways, Immune, what did you do this week in the World of Warcraft? Well, it was a pretty busy week for me this week. I started off um, on my quest to grind out all of the call to actions that I have missed over the past many months. And I am officially two out of four weeks done on getting those grinded out um, for that one essence. Claps, claps, claps. In the... In the pursuit of that, I also realized I was really close to getting Tour of Duty in Drustfar. So I stuck around there a little past the Call to Arms there and got that. I had this really cool group and we were just we just flew around and then just killed all the horde that we saw. We can't we were those people who were camping the Tortles quest and couldn't be more proud of us. And as I said earlier, I quested with some pirates and I also noticed that there was a complete storyline in Stormsong Valley that I somehow did not do. And it was with these pirates who were off the coast of the western portion of Stormsong Valley on this little island. And they were all like these drunk pirates and they were recounting their tales of how they defended this island from these crazy adversaries like waves of Nazoth's minions or things like that. So, of of all the stories, which was your favorite? Okay, so I think I just have to say that my favorite was the one who... the There's this one pirate there who just had this, like, diving helmet on, and he never spoke a single word besides... Like, as if he was, like, underwater in this tank. <laughs> At first I thought it was a murloc in a diving helmet. <laughs> like, there's just a man just drowning permanently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's the one with the laser sharks, right? Yeah, it it, yeah, it was. So yeah, I did that, and I randomly got an achievement from doing it. I was like, how did I miss this all these all these years? I also geared up Metaloid and got him his cape, so I might bring him to raid if he if we uh, decide to do a fresh heroic run this week. Ooh, wait, what? What's his eye level? Uh, I'd have to check, but what was the lowest threshold we need? For that, like 440? 440. Oh, he might be a little low, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll see when we log on. Um, And then, last night, I finished up my children's week accomplishments. So now, now I am matron immunization, and I only have one more holiday to do before I have my own Violet Proto-Jake. Ooh. What's the holiday you have left? It's the July one, the summer festival, fire something. Oh, Fire Festival? I love that movie. Uh, that's that's a really easy one to get to, though. So Yeah, so sometime this summer, I will have Jake. 
Man, Children's Week is the worst fucking one to get still, by far. Yeah, for sure. And it's part of my bottom boot this week, so I'll get back to that later. (laughs) I'll say, then I'll let you ruminate on that later. (laughs) But Slide, what did you do on WoW this week? This week, my time was taken up by Doom Eternal, which I've been dipping into now that I've kind of feel a little finished with Animal Crossing. Not finished, but, you know, I've done all the stuff. I helped Immune with some Battlegrounds that I I helped quite a bit. Um, I had a really clutch death grip on some man who was trying to stop him from capping the flag. That was cool. I ran a, another <laughs> keystone at 5 in the morning. Because I'm like, I didn't do my key. I guess I'll run off. I fucked one with puppies. And we were on uh, Junkyard. So it was like a level like 12 or 13. And everyone stacked together except for me and they all died to like quaking because like they all like basically went off at once and blew everybody up so i'm the only one left and i'm like oh god damn it so let me kill myself and restart but i realized i've never run junkyard higher than a 10 before so i don't know where we are i don't know the portals where they are so i'm like oh fuck i got lost for like 15 seconds and I died, and then I found it again. And when we finished the dungeon, we barely didn't clear it. And they had the audacity to blame me. I was like, listen, yes, I got lost. But you four are the reason I got lost, because you literally died. If you wouldn't have died, we also would have made it. Uh, Also, here you are, as you predicted last week, talking about how, (laughs) again, you did a last-minute high key early in the morning before reset. This point is tradition, I think. <laughs> um, but literally, the guy was like, oh, good try, guys. We almost made it if you wouldn't have gotten lost, dot, 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 dot. I was like, well, maybe if you didn't die. And he goes, that didn't matter. And I'm like, how did that not matter? Literally, that's four deaths that adds to the timer, you dummy. Yeah, that right there, one of their deaths alone counts for the time difference, right? About, yeah, you lose like 10 seconds-ish, maybe. And if all four of them drop, that's 40. So, fuck you guys. I didn't get your names because I was really tired and I was falling asleep at my keyboard. You guys get the pass this week, but only this week. Yeah, if I find you again, like my Radio IO description says, don't be mean to me or I'll talk about you on my podcast. There's a kitty cat under my desk. Hi, kitty cat. There's a kitty cat on the bed behind me. She's just making nose noises. (laughs) Punch her. Punch her right now. No, she's had a rough time. She has an eye infection, and we've had to give her drops, and she hates it. This has oh, been oh. Kitty Corner, where we talk about our kitties. <coughs> Kitty Corner. Our next segment is going to be UPS Help. Um, So I'm trying to send out these headphones to UPS, and they keep saying that they're going to come and pick them up. And I'm like, that's fine. They come at fucking 7 in the morning, and they knock on the door. We live on the second floor. I can't hear your knocks, UPS lady. And then they throw a sticker on the ground. And then they come back the next day and knock even harder. And it's too late. They literally run away from the door. So if you're a listener and you are a UPS driver, please stop by my address. Uh, here's my address. Beep. And pick up my package, please. It's a $180 headphones, and I want that money back. Thank you. This has been UPS Problems with Slide. My UPS Problems. With Aaron, uh, we were supposed to get a new modem because ours isn't working so hot, and UPS swears that they gave it to us on the 30th, but here we are, 
Cinco de Mayo, and it's not here. And when I contact everyone, they're like, oh, we dropped it off with someone, and they refuse to give me any information past that. So thanks, UPS. You didn't even ask for my name. Fuck you, UPS. You're bullshit. Also, you're right. I just realized today's Cinco de Mayo. Yesterday was Amin's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. How big is your goose? You got a birthday, do you? How big's your goose? <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm I'm older now. That wasn't an You're empty so question. How the f- wh- how much is your goose? My, my my goose? Yeah, how big is it? He's lucky because he is a huge Star Wars fan, and so the fourth was with him yesterday on his birthday. Uh, <laughs> okay. I will say I am a Star Wars fan, but it does irk me that literally. I'd say I think like 80% of people who wish me a happy birthday also snuck in a May the 4th be with you thinking that they were the most clever person in the world. I'm like, here, here we go again. Another year of Star Wars overshadowing my birthday. That's so sad. Star Wars isn't shit. Whoa. You know, you watch your fucking mouth, you Trekkie. No, I'm not even a Trekkie. Just Star Wars isn't shit. Wow, it's better than it means birthday, that's for sure. I mean, everyone has made that very apparent. Oof. So, we talked about almost everything that Ian mentioned in his interview last week, but there was one thing that we left out that we really should have talked about, and it was the last portion of the interview. And is the last portion when the interviewer asked, who won BFA, as in, like, who won the war? So, yeah, at the end... The interviewer just asked, who won BFA? And Ian responds, The forces of Sylvanas lost, but it's hard to say that Sylvanas lost, considering her current situation. Alliance or Horde didn't win. They agreed on a peace treaty, something to debate for years to come. There's no fucking debate, Ian. The Horde fucking lost. Um, you, you can't Ian, say... I, I... I can't, I know, I mean, I know you help make the games, you write the story. Uh, the Horde is now down two leaders, three if you include D- Gallywix. Alliance didn't lose anything, baby. I mean, we lost uh, some capital cities, but so did they. It, it's it's weird. It's like almost like, oh, well, the Horde didn't lose. Sylvanas left. Uh, was Sylvanas not their war chief? Was she not the person in charge of the team? If, you, if the person in charge of the team... Uh, betrays you and then runs away from that team, bitch, you fucking lost. Yeah, and the reason why she left, caught her losses, yeeted herself into the death realm is because she knew the Alliance were rallying and about to win the war. They lost in so many ways so many ways to describe the term. The Horde lost their leader. The Horde lost because they're dumbasses who voted in Sylvanas to lead the Horde. She ran away! It's over! Also, remember how canonically they said that the Alliance won both of the war fronts? Yeah, if we win the war fronts, do we technically won the war fronts? Come on, it's got the word war in the title. <laughs> no, this but, is bullshit. But, but, but for real, though, yeah, it's it's this nonpartisan baloney skins. We won both the war fronts. We killed, or I'm sorry, we killed one of their leaders, two left. Uh, we have an entire group of the horde that is now a slave race to the rest of them the forsaken are being jailed enslaved 
they're not in a good way. They didn't win. Just because Thrall yeah. came back from his vacation, that doesn't mean it's a win. Like, other than destroying Teldrassil, what other wins did the Horde have? I, I wasn't even thinking about fucking Daza, about how we literally stormed a, not to be fair, they weren't a part of the Horde yet, and our rating made them join the Horde or some bullshit, but that they're the Horde capital city for this expansion, they were the Horde. We racked, their, racked, we sacked their fucking base. And to add even more to it, the fact that the Horde lost, they got the Volpera. Like, come on. Ooh, strong words. I guess, but we have we have mechanomes. Oh, maybe 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 we did lose. I'm like looking away right now. When it comes to the allied race race, we definitely lost. We got both light forged and the mechanomes. That's a that's a fifty percent win rate. That's an F gang. I just wanted to take a shot. Oh, we're taking shots now? All right, give me pass that shotty, bitch. Cinco de Mayo. So there's another post on Wowhead called like that we noticed before recording today, and it says, in-game preview of gamepad support for Shadowlands. And it says mm. that coming in Shadowlands, they're going to allow players to assign keybinds to various console controllers. And then they have like a little... Twitter video linked of somebody using a gamepad to pay, play with a controller of sorts. Uh, hmm. This hurt. Even as a guy who does like console gaming and some PC games uses a controller, this this hurts me. Now, I, I will say this is the only reason it's good is for people who have accessibility issues who like maybe only have like one hand or they have problems with keep you know like they they're like mm-hmm. it's easier for a controller so they can at least play the game at the base level but you know you know that the controller people are going to come on out and use this because they're like it's just better with a controller <laughs> world of warcraft it's just better with a controller and like okay so once again i'm trying to look at it from a controller guy standpoint some of these are like okay Back button is mouse pop-up to select things like NPCs and looting. The back button is not in like a place where you can use it at that often. Like you're selecting and looting a lot of things. And then what are you going to do? Hit it and then have to be like, oh, sorry, guys, got to use my Logitech joystick here to hover over the enemy. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, because in general, like, how many different keybinds can you possibly have with, like, say, uh, X-Bone controller, and, like, how does that line up to, like, how many spells you can cast? I think most people's rotations alone would take up most buttons on a, like, console controller, right? I would actually love to see the mouse pop up, like, in action, because what if you could just use the back button to make the mouse come up? And then you click on all your abilities with that button. <laughs> oh, no. So there's going to be, like me at age 12 playing Guitar Hero sideways like a piano, there's going to be someone out there that's like, that's the only way to play. I mean, so before I was like, there's no way you can have enough buttons. But I guess, yeah, if a button is shipped, so like they have it so what if you hold a trigger button, then you get a whole new, basically, set of abilities. So I guess... In theory, you could probably, like, infinitely mine shift combinations to get, like, you hold trigger and A, or you just press A. But, man, like, imagine how much that's going to take to fucking learn. Like, this is a brand, uh, basically a brand new system. Like, it's going to be hard as fuck. Why would you try this? 
And it's even just like the simplicity of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like shift A right on the D-pad. So that's to do, let's say to do fire blast. That's three button combinations when for me that is the number two. Yeah. Wild because like they need to use a lot of theirs to just navigate the world as opposed to like we would just use wazd and a mouse, you know. And like, good luck in Shadowlands, man, because we have a lot more abilities coming back. So you're gonna have a, like either a lot of buttons not on your bars, or you're gonna be learning like a fucking like Rubik's Cube esque combination of fucking combinations for your controller uses. Oh yeah, wait, wait up, everyone. Let me like pull out my like notepad over here and see that. Um, okay, let's see. Shackle undead. Yeah, that's left bumper, right bumper. Push in on both sticks at the same time. Double tap B A. Got it. <laughs> you put in the fucking Konami code to fucking press shackle undead. <laughs> Guys, hold on. I have to loot this guy. I had to enter my date of birth in there. <laughs> i mean if you have accessibility issues i'm glad it's an option for you but if you don't have issues with your accessibility don't use a controller what are you doing jerry so last week i had something to talk about but i got distracted and so now we can bring it to the table this week apparently something went under the radar for a long fucking time according to wowhead it's called manifestos from the scarlet brotherhood tabloid books and tears fall glades this is our fucking people this is the fucking scarlet monastery the scarlet halls boys coming back with some new news oh they back with that new new Ooh, they got that new flex wasn't new new the name of the vacuum in teletubbies i'm pretty sure it was <laughs> yes it was the one that not only was a vacuum but fed them like the strange pink goop Oh, that's unto- that's fucking horrible. Fucking horrible. Remember, uh, anyway, remember when so, people shared the picture of that pink goop and they're like, this is what factory chicken is. And people are like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. This is what your McDonald's chicken nuggets are. And that's why Immune's vegetarian. Yeah, He, he doesn't want to eat that new-new goop. <laughs> so Wellhead here says, patch 8.3 battle for Azeroth, focus on the story of the old gods. Yeah, okay, we saw that. However, some interesting books have been found in the spotlight, written from the point of view of the Scarlet Brotherhood, which explore conspiracy theories, including a rumor that Anduin assassinated Kalia. These books were added some time ago, but nobody noticed them with all the commotion and their out-of-the-way location. So, like, apparently, just recently, we found these books and we're like, guys, what the fuck is this book? Wait, also, can we talk about Anduin killing Kalia? What, what? So apparently they're so they're they're written like uh, modern day like Trump shit. Th- these pamphlets take an outrage approach, resembling modern day tabloids with their sensational tone. So they're kind of like tongue in cheek, like they're like, "This is fake news. This really happened." Oh, is, is this like the WoW version of QAnon bullshit? Well, it maybe it could be Q Worgen bullshit. Here's Hold one called up. the cursed. <laughs> So, so they have all the text. Now Here's one I care. The... <laughs> yeah, now you tuned in. Uh, this one's called The Cursed Old Wolf. <clears throat> we all know that Anduin Wren is a traitor to his race and does not deserve to be king. The facts are, all caps, indisputable. So who should be king? For now, there's only one answer. Gen Greymane. Yes, 
We must rally behind a shape-shifting monster. Oh. Cursed by a night elf plague to spend half his life as a beast. Why? Because for all his many flaws, Greymane hates the Forsaken. He wants the Banshee dead. His goals align with ours, and he has the forces to get the job done. But do not worry, bros and sisses. Greymane is not a long-term solution. Oh, I didn't read this far ahead. We will follow him only until the undead are wiped out. Then we will bring down Greymane and turn our blades upon the rest of his cursed kind. It would be a it will be a challenge to hide your disdain for the mongrel worgen, but we must do it for a time, brothers and sisters. Once Lordaeron is free of the undead filth, the Scarlet Brotherhood will finish the job and ensure that only pure-blooded humans hold this land. Oh, I forgot this the is- reason. <laughs> this is like the WoW medieval version of 4chan. This is like four chains. <laughs> Forty in four chains. Oh, there's two high references for you. <laughs> Everyone, it's gonna be a big Goofenheimer. We're gonna use our in our untapped influence, our anonymous anonymous influence, to elect Gen and then take him out, so we can have a gamer king of the alliance. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how I got, like, so much more and more racist as it went on. Like, it just got worse and worse until it went to full pure-blooded humans. I think we should clarify at this point that while we are from the Scarlet Halls, we are, like, we're the good people. You know, like, we saw our moms and dads being racist, and now we're trying to change the world for the better. We just really like some of the catchphrases. I'm just really, really wanting to spin around setting books on fire. I admire the aesthetic but not the ethics. So there's three more. I'm not going to read all of them because, I mean, I could, but that seems kind of ridiculous. So um, there's one about Anuin being a traitor king. That one's boring. There's one about the would-be queen, which I think is his sister. Um, It doesn't... Oh, there's actually two about her being murdered. Okay. Anuin I'm just gonna has read a this sister called... or Kalia? It's, it's Kalia. I'll read this one called the would-be queen. We all know that Tyrannus Menethil was the last true liege of Lordaeron. In fact, he was the last great king in all of Azeroth. Sadly, he was murdered by a son who had become obsessed with undeath, the same prince who slaughtered so many of our loved ones and raised them as monsters. There's a lot of all caps. Like, every other word is all caps. Uh, yet we clung to one hope from the Menethil dynasty to live on. Princess Kalia, the last living heir of King Tyrannus. Sadly, that hope has been taken of us, taken from us by a dark conspiracy led by one of our own. Though she was serving as a humble priestess, Kalia was destined to reign in Lordaeron one day, and the people of this great land would have risen up and helped her fight for the throne. And when Rin knew this, he feared a challenge to his reign, so he set about to bring her down. The boy king conspired with the Banshee herself to arrange a meeting between the living and dead under a false flag of truce. Traitor Rin seduced the Banshee into staging a fake massacre to lure out the good-hearted Princess Kalia. Then the Traitor King had our princess murdered. But that was not the end of Anduin's foul scheme, no. He had his Banshee lover raise Kalia as a lich, practically spitting on the grave of good King Terranus. Why? Because the Traitor King is obsessed with the dead. He plans to marry Kalia and secure his right to the throne of Lodoran. 
The Scarlet Brotherhood will not allow this to happen. We will bring down the Traitor King and his undead puppet. With tears in our eyes, we will burn the corpse of Princess Kalia. Upon her ashes, Lordaeron will return to greatness. That reads like a fucking Trump speech. That's so fucking funny. Oh, God. So, like, at first I was like, okay, so, like... Yeah, they're saying that Anduin seduced the Banshee into a deal, as in, like, you know, he tricked her. But no, later it, like, clarifies that they meant that, like, actually Anduin and Sylvanas are secret lovers. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but I'm radicalized. I don't trust the blonde king. The boy king's gotta go. He keeps telling us to stay in our barracks, and I need to go to the gnome and get a haircut. I love that he that they even call him like they gave him like one of those bad nicknames that Trump the Traitor King, the Traitor King, liberate Azeroth. All I'm saying is that they call him Anduin. I think they should call him Andu not because he does Oof. not do anything. Andu won't bring us to the return of greatness. Come on, guys, pick up your staves and pole arms and let's go uh, occupy the king's throne room all i'm saying is why are all the ruined places in eastern kingdoms human places lord around gilneas those are the two Mm -mm. wake up sheeple and then the last one or there's more but the the one literally has a theory that kalia gave birth to a son and that he's still out there, and that he will bring the true enlightenment back to the throne, which is very QAnon. Like, he's out there. The Chosen One will return to us one day. I'm like, bitch, she ain't got no kid? That actually reads exactly like, okay, so I've been, like, in this, like, like, slight fight online with my crazy radicalized QAnon uncle, and he sent me this thing about how he thinks that JFK's son didn't actually die, and that he actually is QAnon. yeah, JFK Jr., bro. Yeah, he actually is the Q of QAnon, and he's going to rise again and liberate the country or something like that. This this reads exactly like that, and I'm like, oh my god. Like, the fact that people believe that shit... Okay. Well, so, don't forget, uh, his his cousin literally has severe brain damage. He was in a horrible car accident, not a joke, and he, like, changed, and his brain does not work. So it's funny that he's believing this bullshit, because his brain literally doesn't work. So then I'm like, how many of these QAnon followers actually have severe brain damage? So the whole thing with JFK Jr. is there's, like, a dude pretending to be him. Do you think there's a baby somewhere out there who's pretending to be Kalia's child? What was that movie with the Waynes brothers for what, where, like, he was actually a man, but he, he pretended to be, like, a little baby to, like, rob people? Have you ever seen that movie before? Oh, Lord, I have. They would they would play that in Joanna Man in the same afternoon. I don't remember its name, but I remember those sad, sad, lonely afternoons. That's all That's all I'm imagining. It's kind of like that. Like, there's a grown-ass man <laughs> who looks like a baby just running around spreading bullshit. It's me. I'm I'm the true heir. It's me. Ooh, wow. We got we got a little hot there. We got a little heated. <laughs> got a little political here on the DNR. Good thing Gary Busey's not here. He would <laughs> he would have had something to yeah, say. Yeah, we, we officially cut ties with Gary Busey, and now we are calling out all these right wing conspiracy theorists. We're getting that money funded from what was it, Carrie and Jerry? Larry, Jerry's dad. He died years ago. Man, come on, be cool. Shit, I'm sorry. Hey, if you're JFK Jr. out there and you start a podcast, send us an email. Send us a listen. We have a Dunkaroos alert. Dunkaroos will start rolling out at the end of May. Get your Dunkaroos at the end of May, everybody. Thank you. Dang, you know what they're saying out there. 
they're not ending quarantines to get you off unemployment. They're ending quarantines as a favor so you can go out and get Dunkaroos. But speaking of Dunkaroo, I have a little tidbit of news that I want to dunk into the conversation in this week's Heroes Call Board. Heroes Heroes I was thinking about it, and Heroes Callboard is really just a DNR thought for someone I don't respect. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're, you're right, though. It really is. I mean, Heroes Callboard is you find a forum post. Uh, DNR thought is we made a thought in our head or had an email to us. So I guess, it's yeah, they are very similar. <laughs> Speaking of which, today's Heroes Callboard is from Cyanide Sun, the level 120 Oof. Night Elf Druid. Night elves need a new model. Hell yeah. I like night elf skin colors and hair colors. I love their lore and racials, but the model need an update. The old model, female, looks better. New customizations won't solve the problem night elves have. Give them a new model. Is that it? That is it. So what Like, what more would they add to the night elves? There's no suggestions here. Just saying, give us a new one. Or at least yeah, just, implying just, just a new one it. for the males? Is that what he's saying? Or a new one for the females? Uh, what, was, what is he implying there? I really don't know what he means by, but the model need an update. The old model female looks better. I'm assuming. So does he mean and he just wants an update, right? Because wanting an entirely new model would be they just changing how they look completely? Like, Yeah, Cyanide Sun is up here. He's like, okay, here's my submission. Hear me out. We are going to take the Night Elves. We are going to shrink them all three feet. We are going to turn their skin dark red. We are going to give them all long flowing hair. They have long, long fingers now. <laughs> I it's not a good model, but it's a new model. <laughs> if there's one thing you see when you look at this creature, it's new. The only thing I could think of is maybe you could make the male night elves more buff, and I guess the females too, because they're li- they're literally living off the land in these trees. Like they're climbing them, they got to be some kind of like buff, you know? They're kind of lanky and skinny. But, like, yeah, I really can't think of anything else you would do to change them, like, update their model. Yeah, and then also the male one, in addition to being skinny, is also a little slouchy, right? Yeah, but, dude, we're gamers. We are slouchy. (sighs) You know what? I never thought about it, but the Night Elves definitely are the gamer race. No, I think Worgen are probably the gamer race. They have that big, they have, like, my kind of slouch going on. Like, they're hunched over playing games for 12 hours a day. Or is the Colteran race the optimal gamer race for being beefy boys? I mean, if we're talking about slouch, we got to give it to old orcs. You know when you hop in a CSGO lobby, it's nothing but Gormash Stormcrown. Why didn't you buy the P90? (laughs) We are now a Counter-Strike podcast, baby! I know nothing about CSGO, so this will be interesting. I try to not know anything about Counter-Strike. I physically try not to. I've done my time in the trenches. But anyway, back to this fucking Night Elf change. I think... Wait, were there any replies to this? Did like, anyone respond with any suggestions? Or did they just um, blast them? Not really. People are just like, yeah. Yeah, needs change. <laughs> yeah, the need, forums needs fucking new. Suck. 
needs agree needs new it was it was it was just a fart in the wind like they need a new model yes new need now did anybody write did anybody write needs new new and they referenced the pink slime from the vacuum and teletubbies it's interesting no one wanted new new but there was a call several in fact for new new slime oh wow Hmm. How specific? They said, we haven't gone to McDonald's in a while. We need more Nunu slime to make those uh, uh, big stinky Whoppers. Hey, I have a DNR thought for you, Aaron. Uh, The Whopper or the Big Mac? Oh, shit. Um, Probably the Whopper. Whopper's the Burger King one, right? Correct. Probably the Whopper because I find the random bun in the middle of a Big Mac insulting. I kind of like it. Like, it's weird. when so, Whenever somebody asks me that question, which happens quite a lot, actually, I almost can't compare them. Because when I want one or the other, I'm in a different mood. Like, sometimes I just want a Big Mac. Sometimes I want all that fucking bread. And I want that secret sauce. But the yeah. Whopper, you know, sometimes I want some flame grilled. Ah, so yeah, it's, the, it's the Big Mac it's, seems to have more silly billy little tricks. Like the extra, I guess, slice of bread. And like the secret sauce. The Whopper just seems to be a better put together burger, but it's just a burger. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I usually go with tertiary items when I go to those two. Or admittedly, I don't often go to those two. It's I'm not virtue signaling. I just don't get burgers that much. Oh, I was going to say, are you a Wendy's girl? Well, I am a Wendy's girl. <laughs> 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 I do love that bacon jalapeno burger they got and that Asiago chicken. You know what? I'm rolling it all back. I love Wendy's. Fuck those other two. <laughs> I didn't ask Mean because he's only fry based, and that answer is very obviously Burger King. I mean, Burger King literally caters to me by having an Impossible Whopper, and McDonald's is the least vegetarian friendly. So, but haven't you seen the pink slime? It's not even real meat. It's just pink slime. <laughs> it comes from a vacuum cleaner owned by four extraterrestrials. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you're right. It's obviously a meat substitute. That's basically how tofu is made, right? Mm-hmm. And with that, it's time to move on to our sexiest NPC of the week. Oh, please. Ooh. Speaking of that new, new model. Oh. This week's... It's new, new from the Teletubbies. <laughs> It's this week's sexiest NPC is none other than the new new pink slime. We're the only three that remember that because nobody else watched Teletubbies. We didn't even watch it. We just knew what happened. So everyone's like, what are they fucking talking about? Who the fuck's new new? Someone's sitting in their home googling like, what? New new? I mean, because I don't know about you guys, but I personally was just slightly older than the demographic of what like the normal Teletubby watchers were. So I never... I yes, I never really watched it. I don't think. Oh. I only tuned it because it was sur- it was surreal to see. So I was like, "What the fuck is this on my TV?" Also, I think you know what this is funny games. I think the pink slime came from a different machine that wasn't the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> but I'm just gonna keep rolling with it because we are 50 plus minutes into the episode. Hey, who's sexiest NPC of the week? It's not Nunu. It can't be. So I'm gonna take this pink slime. Throw it out the window and tell you guys that today's 
actual sexiest NPC of the week is Rathion, baby. Oh! oh! How have we not done him yet? Actually, how has he not done me yet? Oh, I was gonna... Because obviously he's in a committed relationship with Anduin. We've hyped it up for weeks. It's canon now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well then, Raphiam needs to fucking get out, because that is a physically abusive relationship, and it's not healthy. But he's hot. Anyone punch him in the face. Sure, it was warranted, because Raphiam only, you know, created Draenor, which I'm sure a lot of the players forgot about, otherwise they'd be shitting on Raphiam right now. I mean, Yeah, you know, Raphiam really did just make a whole thing, and then... The events of Draenor led to Legion, which killed his dad. Anduin, what are you doing, baby? Get out of there. I know he's spicy, but get out of there. But Rathion created Draenor. That's when we started. Rathion basically created us. Oh, yeah. He made he made me, and he made my dick rise. Mm. <laughs> well, let me be clear. He made my dick rise as a BFA. Not when, not, not when he was a little baby dragon. Not when he had the weird old model. I mean, like, current day Rathion. Are you saying because you didn't we, see that turban should've... and you didn't wonder what was going on? What kind of sassy thoughts he was no. thinking? <laughs> no, because he was, it was the model of a 12-year-old. We should clarify, this is only BFA Rathion we're talking about. Not no pre-Welt Rathion. Ugh. But also, we would like to clarify that I, I don't know, like, Dragon Form Rathion in, like, the first boss fight of this current raid? Also sexy. Oh, for sure. Mm. Definitely sexy. That's a good-ass model, baby. Mm. Whenever we have to go around the room and go the opposite direction of him, it's so tough, because I want to run into his big, beefy, scaly arms. What if on Mythic, the reason you're slow is because she's just so sexy that you want to go back to him? You just want to turn around and look at him. Yeah, the secret should actually be that you should just S-walk away so that you can keep your eyes on him, honey. <laughs> That's what Immune already does. That's why he's so slow. <coughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I saw a shot and I took it. Bam! Like me with the Volpera earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, but man, this new model... I know it's been talked about to death by literally everybody in the world, but holy shit, what a fucking glow up. This fucking hair. Look at it. Yeah, I I mean, I think even on this podcast, we have talked about how sexy he was in this new model before, but we didn't officially name him as sexiest NPC. So I do have to say, yeah, he has these luscious long locks now. He, he's just grown. Also, is that dagger he has, is that little sort of model we can obtain? Because the hilt of it looks really fucking cool. The blade, not so much. But the hilt matches his fucking jacket, and ugh, ooh. Mm. Now, wait a minute. Now, now, so obviously dragons can turn into whatever form they like. But, so how does the clothes work? Because can Raphian pull off his jacket? Or is the jacket ostensibly a part of him because he transformed from a dragon? You know what I mean? Like, how does that how does that work with shapeshifting? Mm, truthfully, can he even pull out his ding dong? Are those I don't, he might not be able to pants part of him? We'll have to. We'll, okay, we'll have to like um get Jaina on the podcast and ask her because I assume she and Kellogg have banged right. You know, what? Oh, that's, no. that's actually that's actually what broke them up was she she wanted to get the friction on. And he's like, 
friction is all I can do. These brown <laughs> trousers are actually my scales. Wow. How sad. And then, and then she stormed off, never to be seen again. Okay, so I was curious, and I figured the only way I could find an answer was by looking at how Mystique works from X-Men, because, you know, the same rules apply. Uh, I doesn't seem anyone knows. They assume she copies the skin underneath. She does take off clothes in the movie when she's, like, the Dazzler, so I guess she just grow- her skin cells grow into clothes? Like, how does- you know what I mean? This is really curious. I- I'm really hung up on this right now. Next time BlizzCon is back on and we are able to join the the Q&A line, this is what I will personally get in line and ask. Just make sure you wear a primary shirt color so that you can get that as your nickname and not like the silly shoes guy. Hey, red shirt guy, if you listen to the podcast, I'd love to have you on. Just send me an email. Thanks. I'm really pattering this episode, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, now it's time to do our... Wait, no, also, wait. Rathion, someone give, someone give him the award. Yeah, give him the award. Rathion, <laughs> you silly Billy. I hope that your skin fold jacket has a lot of pockets because we'll be swigging by later tonight to give you your award. Mm, and speaking of that award, I realized we didn't talk about Raid. Uh, we're not doing Mythic tonight, Aaron. Heads up. Wowzer Zowzer. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. What are we doing? We're doing heroic because Scott might not make it to be on his warrior, which puts us below our DPS requirement we need. And also, Kata is not feeling very well, so she wasn't even sure if she was going to come. So she's like, well, I have to. But So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Sounds like Growlina gets to enjoy retirement. That was your mini WoW Raid update. But now it's time to do our top two. Butterboot. Medium boot. Uh, let's start with Aaron. Aaron, what's your TTBBMM? My top toot of the week is through Do Gillet. Is through Do Gillet. Why can't I say it? Who do- is Do Gillet? I want to know whose man is. Do Gillian. No. <laughs> do Diligence. Cubbybub worked her way all the way up to getting flying within a week and a half. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck, she wasn't playing around. Miss Cubbybub nope, she... is not playing, honey. Nope. She played three to four times more than me and got flying and is just loving it now. And she's over there trying to go for Lore Master herself. I'm like, damn, power to you, girl. It's crazy. I saw her earlier just going back and like getting all the achievements and all the old raids when I was playing during work, which I shouldn't be doing, but Yeah, she got a title for beating all the Shaw of Emotions. And she's like, Do you have that? And I was like, No. And then she was like, <laughs> and kept playing. I was like, <laughs> Oh no. I just, I just start writing a list of like things I gotta do that Cubby's already done. Oh man, see that I, I see her on all the time. I'm like, oh, is Aaron on? Oh, no, this bitch is fucking grinding it out. This is funny because even before this, we, we talked about how Aaron, you gotta get her hooked. You gotta get her hooked. And holy shit, dude, she is like way in there. She's living inside the world of Warcraft. Is she a person mm-hmm. that's like, um, 
a perfectionist with trying to get all the achievements? Uh, she is a person about getting as much content as possible. Though I think she once asked me, like, is it possible to get all the achievements? And I said, no, not anymore. Yeah, it is. Well, all the current ones, obviously, if you, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you can't, because, you because can't all... witness the launch of StarCraft Two anymore. Right, but she can she can get a big majority of them if she really wanted to. And she gonna. She's gonna fucking pass, uh, pass, pass us up combined. We gotta stop her. We gotta get our titles, everybody. We gotta get out there and kill the Shah, whatever's. I've already been leaving EverQuest 2 information around the apartment like, wow, EverQuest 2, am I right? Might as uh, as well see what that's about. Hey, have you ever heard of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Online? A lot of cool achievements. (gasps) Guys, if we play Pirates of the Caribbean Online together, we can recreate the Draenor Skeletal Orc ships from the Halloween event that we haven't seen yet. I'll spend some time crafting some fertilizer. And then we'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the we people in, our dread do you, crops? Do you think the people in Pirates of the Caribbean online would be like, "Oh my god, you guys are doing the the bone ship wad event"? Very creative. They're like, "Oh no, they're sowing their dread crops." It's the. It was funny. We already forgot what their fleet name is. The bone something. The bone. I think it's, I think it's a bone fleet. The Bone Fleet will ride again! Well, that was me this week. Immune, what is your TTBBMM? So, I I alluded to it earlier. My bottom boot this week is one achievement in particular with the Children's Week holiday. And it's the one where you have to do several things in a bunch of different PvP encounters, a bunch of battlegrounds. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, Slide was willing to help me. Because I decided to do it on Immune, which probably is a harder choice to do it than on some of my other tunes that I have. But there are several things about the way that it worked, and honestly just the way that the Children's Week achievement worked in general that weren't a bottom boot here. First off, you have to do an achievement where you use your Hearthstone with your Orphan with you. And for some reason... You have to use your actual Hearthstone. Like, you can't use the toy that we have unlocked that is, like, the Shadowlands type one, you know? Like, the little transporter soul thingy. Yeah, so, like, any holiday Hearthstone you have that you put on your bar because it looks cool, if you use that, it doesn't count. Even though it puts your your actual Hearthstone on cooldown, it doesn't count for the achievement. And I'm like, why? So there are several things like that with this achievement that were just so annoying to me. One of them was that, okay, so if I summon my orphan in a battleground and then get on my own personal amount, the orphan stays with me. But if I summon my orphan and then hop on Slide, who has a two-person mount out, then the orphan is like, nope, I'm out of here, I'm gone. And I didn't notice it at first that it did that. So there was a time in AV where I didn't know that that had happened. So I did the criteria for the achievement, assuming that my orphan Liam was still out, but he wasn't because he disappeared when I hopped on Slide's um, two-person mount, which I just feel like that shouldn't happen if you can hop on your own personal mount. So we had to do AV a second and a third and a fourth time to get this achievement again when it would have been very easy the first time. And then very similarly, one of the other achievements happened to me where I got it on my first try, but my orphan wasn't out because 
you have to summon him every time after you die, which, like, I, I guess I should have known that. I should have just, like, immediately summoned him when he came back to life, but... <sighs> there are just so many th things about this. As, as if having, like, four very oddly specific things done in a battleground aren't bad enough. Rest in pepperoni. I think this might be a week where you have both a bottom boot and a top two. Because remember how you fucking got that AV achievement? And how we scream like idiots? Yes, okay. I will pull a classic slide whistle move here. And also have yeah. a slight top two thrown in here as well. So when I finally did get that last achievement in AV, we stormed the tower and we... Ran up to the top, and it was us, a few other Alliance people, I believe the other Alliance people also had their orphan out there, probably trying to get the achievement done as well. The achievement here was capture a tower in AV while you have your orphan out. So we get up there, and we are just in this huge team fight, lots of shit happening. I don't think there were any actual horde there, but it was like three or four alliance, and then like the boss that's up there. Oh, there were horde there. There was like six or seven actual horde there. It was just a melee within the tower. Like it was, like it should have been impossible to grab the flag. It should have so, been. So, okay, I didn't realize that there was a lot of particles happening in that room, and I decided I was like, well, either I'm gonna die here or somebody else is gonna get it. So. I decided that I'm just going to, like, wait outside for a little bit while people soak up some damage, maybe kill a few horde that are in there, and then I'm going to sneak on in there, walk right up to the flag, try to click it during this huge team fight, and see what happens. So I slide on in there, like, 15 seconds into this team fight, click it, and then, you know, I'm like... 80% of the way to capping it, 90% to the way capping it. There's lots of things happening here. There's lots of, like, AoE, like, spells flying around. I'm mm. like, how am I not being hit by any of these things? And then I cap it. Nice. I watched, I, I watched a greater pyroblast whiz past his head. I'm like, how the fuck is nobody hitting him? This makes zero sense. Like, there should be AoE happening in this room. But the horde suck. So, yeah, there's my... Yeah. Top two thrown onto my bottom boot. And that's what I got this week. But how about you, Slide? In classic Slide fashion, I've got a top two and a half. My half is going to be all of my training in running fucking classic AV paid off. Because I remember that map like I fucking lived there. I leveled so many characters in fucking classic AV that I was able to guide Immune on my back to the to the tower on the fastest possible path. Every time we, that we ran that fucking tower, I was ahead. I mastered the weird curvatures and pathways of that map. Mmm. Nice. <sighs> but my actual top toot is apparently in the Shadowlands Alpha, there's an options for ray-traced shadows. Now... Ray tracing is basically the newest thing that's happening in graphics cards. So, like, there aren't many upgrades, really, of graphics cards recently. But ray tracing is what, like, the, like, the, the TI-2080 is, like, touting as, like, their big, their big draw to why you should pay $2,000 for it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I went, oh, wait, that's great. Because if you remember, and if you didn't, I'll remind you, I won a TI-2080 NVIDIA graphics card Founders Edition from a Twitter contest I drunkenly retweeted and met at BlizzCon, 
And this baby has been underutilized because I play World of Warcraft as my primary game, which, as you know, has not the best graphical options available in current day video gaming. So I will hopefully get to actually use the abilities in this fucking graphics card come Shadowlands. And it's funny, some of these comments, they're just like, who cares? It's going to melt my GPU. And then somebody says, I can hardly run WoW on normal. And I'm like, baby, no. What kind of computer you run in there, girl? I mean, we can confirm that there are people playing WoW on Windows XP like two years ago. That's true. That's true. But I'm like, barely on normal? Like, that's got to be like a 20-year-old machine. Let's do a GoFundMe where we just give them Aaron's computer. You know what I mean? That should be fair. Yeah, just give them my computer. Let's do it. And then I guess I'll just live at your home so we can do these now. Hell yeah, that sounds fun. Oh, that was my top two and a half. Uh, and with that, I think we're out of here. Let's see if we have enough time to set up Immune's new monitor that he got for his birthday before Ooh. Raid. I feel like we might not make it. But if you have any comments, questions, complaints, if you're a doctor, if you're K Larry or Carrie Busey, and if you're... Ooh, what was the last one? Ooh, what was the last I, one? I... Nunu... If you are Nunu. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you're Nunu from the Teletubbies, do send us an email at do not pod at gmail.com or tweet at us on Twitter at do not pod. What about you, banana heads? Where can I find your banana flavors on the internet? Well, you can find my bananas online at Twitter at New Era Alex. Your bananas? Where did I show off your fucking you, you, bananas you get, on the you internet? That, you get that shit off for free on Twitter? You, ain't, you don't have like an OnlyFans? Well, you can follow my OnlyFans at New Era Alex. Actually, don't actually don't have an OnlyFans, so you can't follow that. Sorry, not yet. <laughs> um, well, you can follow me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter, and you can read our literary musings at LiveJournal.DoNotRelent.com. All right, we're out of here from myself and these two banana heads. We'll see you guys next we're week. Always fucking banana <laughs> heads. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> another down. Do not relent. Do not relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs> <laughs>